We are Sons of the Hunt podcast, episode number 14. Man, we now, are just chugging, man. Yeah, we're doing well this year. Indeed. It's just like, I can't I can't deal with all this excellence, you know? I tell you, it's, it's not easy. Whew. <laughs> dude, speaking of excellence, dude, how about uh, Eat the Wolf, man? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hot damn. A little elevation to high probably for this one. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. What a what a trippy uh, band they're at. They are, man. Really, uh, since you, you messaged me that uh, you kind of had a conversation with them, Regard to their music, I started listening to them. It's crazy. And I'm bit, dude. Yeah, it, they're... it's pretty wild that you you send out a random message like that. Yeah, just to you know see if they'd be willing to let us use some of their tunes, and it turns out um, that they're outdoor enthusiasts. He sent yeah, me a picture archers of, and yeah you know, into that sort of thing. So yeah, how about that, man? He mm-hmm. shoots a Hoyt. That's can't hate it. <laughs> that's, can't hate on the Hoyts, you. man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, and the the sound is just like I compared it to like it now. I, my my opinion of it has changed a little bit. I feel more Jane's addiction, maybe All just right. from the vocal style. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would agree with that. But at the same time, they 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 do have that Soundgarden, Black Sabbath sound, just awesome. Just yeah, great. I'm a I'm a big fan, man. It's a it's a good mix, man. Real crunchy, like old school, like the the guitar solos are like remind me of some like old school nineties, yeah. like Guns yeah. N' Roses, uh yeah, Alice in Chains kind of like solo stuff. I'll tell you, man, guys gotta go check them out. They're uh, they're all over the place. Facebook. Uh I think their their latest album, uh the guy f- that owns Ernie Ball had something to do with their last album. I, oh, I read really? a brief article on it that he's somehow involved hmm. in their last article, last album they put out that does Ernie Ball strings, guitars, that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah, some he's somehow I mean the quality on that last album is just next level. It's yeah, so man. Good. It's it's pretty badass. And, and is it Act One was their first album there that I, yeah. I was listening to. That's yeah. pretty that's pretty awesome too. Yeah, dude. I love the the whole micro or the um what is it, the megaphone effect on yeah. vocals. Yeah. They're, they're kind of big into that. That's I don't know, man. That just does something for me. Yeah. Very Cornell. Yes, I'm looking know. forward to some uh, some more stuff from those guys coming down the pipeline. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that they're going to take off pretty good now. Because yeah. Because that last album, the quality was there and the music was just like, you know, A+. plus, Like really w- good songwriting and then technically as musicians, they're... They're just dirty. That's it. You the, know? the bass player keeps right along with the guitar player who's freaking legit, man. This, yeah, the solo on Non-Human, which was the song we used on... Uh, with Dauber? With Dauber, yeah. yeah. The the solo on that song is just stupid. Yeah. It's disgusting. Good In a good way. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I use all the... I'm just yeah, negging see, we're, we use the cool kid lingo, so yeah. you, know, you guys are going to have to pay attention. You know, I mean, it's all this excellence floating around here. Just catch up. You know, catch up, man. Google it. Anyway, back to a one-on-one podcast. We How about that? Haven't done one of these in a while. It's pretty nice. Yeah, um, yeah. The the selection of guests that we've had lately were super lucky. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of lined up that way. You know what I mean? Uh, it was not our intention to go three in a row. You know yeah. what I mean? But we'll take what we can get because you yeah. know scheduling this kind of thing with just Mark and I is tricky. Yeah, and its own. So to throw a third personality in the mix, sometimes it's like, well, you know, these guys have jobs too, and none of them are really close to us. No, I and mean, we've no. had people coming from over two hours away just to come and sit down, and talk to us for a little while. So, you know, it's uh, it's humbling. 
these guys are uh, are into it, and uh, so far so good. I mean, we've got a great response so far from the One Wish Foundation uh, episode. Yeah, that's done really well. That little short that went out. I mean, that's like five six thousand views already. Yeah, uh, you know, people are really kind of getting into it. Uh, I saw a little uptick on their their Facebook page too. So hopefully yeah. it, that continues to grow for them. Uh, again, One Wish Foundation. Go check them out on Facebook. Take a look. See what they're doing for people, man. It's a pretty amazing story. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, they're they're something else. Good group of guys, and they're funny dudes. Like yeah. they're yeah kind of guys you want to go hang out and have a beer. You know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. They uh they bust balls a little bit. A little bit, yeah. So that was that was fun. It was entertaining. So if you didn't hear that one, uh, that was two ago, two episodes ago, three episodes ago. Well, I guess technically when. They're listening to this one. There'll be this one, and then Molly, Molly, and, and then Dauber, Harold. and then so yeah, yeah three episodes, so three ago. episodes ago. See, we can't even keep track. History, man. What's gonna happen when we're doing this more often? Oh man, we're gonna we're definitely gonna need a producer or producer. an assistant or something. <laughs> Somebody with a brain in their head. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because we're, we're, just, we're, we're like still winging a year and a half in. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's fun though. Keeps us on our toes. Yeah, but uh, for this episode, we actually. You know, set a little something up just to uh, have a little discussion point. And man, that blew up way more than I thought it would. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. So I, I posted uh, a picture the other day. I was I was just sifting through some old footage trying to put together a little storyline uh, for an upcoming film. Hint, hint. And uh, I came across a little clip of me... Uh, just sh- shooting some distances from my stand, and I mean, I've I've had a I've taken a rangefinder with me for a long time in the woods, and I always used to. I mean, actually, we used to have one between me and my dad. Yeah. And I'd set up my stands, shoot all my distances, and then just m- remember them. Like, okay, that tree's twenty five, that tree's forty, right. and that's how that always worked. And then, you know, I grew up and I realized, well. You know, I'm a man now, and I can buy my own equipment, so I just bought a rangefinder. That was like last year, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just became a man last year during, the, well, during my transitional man. period. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. <laughs> period. But uh, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so I saw that, and I got thinking, you know, there's so much technology now. Is there some technology that would be unfair? It does. Does it give you an unfair advantage? That's it. Like, it, where do you draw the line? And and honestly, posing the question just that way isn't. I don't. I don't think fully encompassing. Right. Because it's not just. Is it unfair? Does it just? Does it give the animals a disadvantage? And and where where should we stand in all that? You know what I mean? It's. I don't know. Either way, I I could just read what I posted. Yeah. So, uh, because it, however I worded that, elicited a good number of responses. Yeah. No, so, it, it worked out good. I mean, it you kind of left it open. You know yeah. what I mean? And that that was, I think that was important to kind of not really drive the conversation. So I basically said, uh, looking through footage from last year, and I came across this still. It got me thinking. Where do you draw the line on technology in the woods? Do we owe it to the game to be as accurate as possible by any means possible? Or does something like a range-finding bow sight give us an unfair advantage? I just said it's an int- it's an interesting thought, and I've been having this internal debate for a couple days now. 
And I just went on to say that I think it would make a good podcast topic and I'd like to hear people's opinions from there. I mean, it just... Well, they didn't disappoint. An onslaught of comments. In a good way. Yeah. And, you know, and, and again, this, this can't be overstated enough. The, the level of decency of all the people who were commenting. I mean, it got a little hairy in a couple conversations, but even still. It was, I mean, for there were some people that were opposed to crossbows and there were people mm -hmm. that were pro-crossbows and it didn't really get too disrespectful. No, not at all. But I mean, either way, you should be able to state your opinion. And I, I'm, that's it. I'm fine with that. Yeah. You know, if you're that's against crossbows, fine. That's, that's what, that's what the, the question was posed. Like, what are your thoughts? You yeah. know, so people were pretty respectful. Even in some of the, a, a couple of volleys that I saw where they were disagreeing, they still kind of were complimentary at points to yeah. each other. So yeah, I, we got to thank y'all. Uh, for for being like that, because that's one thing that Mark and I have been consistently trying to hammer in uh, to the whole mindset is like, let's just keep an open mind. Hey, if you want to do it your way, as long as it's legal, it's cool with it. Yeah. Just, I yep. may not agree with it and like it or do it, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. No. You know, and uh, so kudos to you guys, man, because uh, you guys really came through on that. Yeah, and even in... Outside, like the the biggest amount of feedback we got was on the original post on the Sons of the Hunt Facebook page, but then even on I, I posted it in a couple of groups, and even there it wasn't too bad. We got a couple of guys, you know, offering me advice as yeah. to how I could make myself a better hunter. So that I, I really appreciate that. <laughs> I'm just jealous I didn't get any advice. Yeah, <laughs> you, you must not need it. Apparently they <laughs> they think that I, you know, I could use. A little bit of help, but not my intention of the post. But either way, um, some you get of the what you get yeah, some of the the comments, you know, were things I didn't even think about. What and one of the one of them that really got me thinking was uh, the apps like Onyx, right, right, stand, yeah, yeah. Because the more I thought about it, I was like, well, and it it does kind of give you that that. I don't want to say unfair edge, but I mean, I could sit at work thinking about going hunting in the afternoon, click on my stand on this app and see the future wind direction. Yeah. I could slide the little slider and watch as the wind moves. So it's like, okay, well, I'll be good going in the and then the cone. wind's going to change. And it's just like, man, imagine if like Native Americans had this. I know, right? Like... There might not be any animals left. Well, well that's the thing. And that, that kind of goes back to even though we have all this technology, I mean, geez, you know, 100 years ago, 110, 15 years ago, without any of this stuff, yeah. we still managed to almost wipe out white-tailed deer completely. Yeah. The antelope, turkeys. I mean, they were hunted almost to extinction yeah. without Onyx maps. Without True. lighted knocks or range finders or any of that. No so, ozonics? No ozonics. No oh ozonics. And I, that's a good that? one. I like the ozonics conversation, but you know, there's, uh, it, it, I like some of the advantages. And I guess my whole thought process is as soon as it starts to um, ruin the challenge for me, that's when I'm personally out on it. Because right. I mean, you, you, there's got to be a certain level of challenge to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, you're, you're never going to replace woodsmanship. There's just no way. You yep. can have all the cameras in the world, but if you don't know where to put them, yeah. what good are they? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're going to need a thousand of them if you don't know where to put them. 
so you've got to have a sense of woodsmanship, and I think that's what needs to be uh, kind of taught as you're bringing new people into the into the yeah. into the fray. Yeah. But that's where I think technology could have its advantages with mm. a new hunter or an elderly hunter. For sure. You yeah. know, especially the crossbow debate. You know, my son shot a turkey with a crossbow this last spring. Right. Um, and he's 11 years old. He just he's not comfortable with a 20 gauge. Despite the 410 craze, I right. just I couldn't bring myself to commit to something like that. So I'm like, you know what? Let's try the crossbow. And lo and behold, he was dead nuts with that thing. So I was comfortable with his abilities to be like, all right, turkeys are a small target. Um, but that, I was confident he's going to be able to do it, and he did. Yeah, and that's a, that's a huge advantage as far as leveraging a kid to the outdoors. That's that outweighs everything right there, right in itself. That's so. what I mean. So it, it, it's a very gray area. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because honestly, unless you're running around the woods butt naked choking turkeys out, right, you're using technology. Whether it's boots, whether it's warm clothing, yeah, whether it's a a pointy stick, that's still technically. And when you get down to the bare bones definition of technology, I mean, a, a flint napped arrowhead is technology. Right. You know, it's it's something that we derived to give us an advantage in a situation where we found fault. You know right. what I mean? So we, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Like I said, as long as you're not breaking laws, knock your socks off. Because if right. it keeps you out there and you're buying a hunting license and you're buying clothing and you're buying all that stuff, you're, you're, you know, you're contributing. Yeah. And, and, and as far as the crossbow thing goes, I know there was a really big back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. That. I saw that it, one. That was actually... kind of interesting though. I, I, I liked the volley, even though it got a little heated, but. I like the volley because uh, so there's good points. I mean, there's 29 replies that I'm not looking at that are hidden right now, and then after that, there's 19 more replies. Yeah. So I mean, it was a long back and forth, and I yeah, and it, it was good though because it was there were a couple older people there that just they can't pull a compound back anymore, and that's right. fine. I mean, I like to think that if for some reason I went out and bought a crossbow, I would hunt the exact same way I hunt now. Right. And I think people don't realize that. You know, I mean, I'd still have my stand set up. I'd have my shots set up. I wouldn't be shooting more. I'd be pre- than, you know, I wouldn't be shooting more than a certain distance, just like I do now. You know, you'd, I'd be practicing with it all the time. And I think that most people have to realize, you know, the way you hunt isn't going to change because of the weapon in your hand. It shouldn't, at least. Right. I mean, you're, you're right. The, as far as the tactics go and the, and the way you approach it, yeah, it's going to be very, very similar, if not exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, y- your ranges might change or your, you know, your comfort level might change or your ability to stay out longer might change. But, you know, the, the baseline is going to usually yeah. stay the same. And, you know? and I mean, I've gotten to the point, I mean, when, when they first came out, I, I was, you know, just like everyone else thinking, oh boy, this is, this is going to be detrimental. And it, 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 it definitely has its negatives. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as, you know, people being able to shoot one out of the window of a truck, right? Things like that. But at the same time, I'm, I'm watching people around me saying, you know, I think I'm going to, you know, get into hunting. I'm going to start with crossbow and I'm fine with that, especially yeah. if, if I'm taking them and I could show them, you know, the quote-unquote proper way to hunt or, or you know, the right. responsible way. Sure. I'd rather have somebody with a crossbow who understands how to hunt responsibly than somebody out there, you know. The <laughs> the end point is that they're out there. 
Do you know what I mean? That's you're, it. You're getting them that's there. it. And, and that's a good point you, you made about kind of showing some of the ropes the proper way. I mean, because, you know, you start adding technology on top of technology and you start to kind of decrease skill level and that's going to kind of conversely increase your negligence and just like it's going to give you false confidence yeah. like i could shoot 70 yards with this crossbow and yeah. next thing you know you gut shoot a doe that. and you're yeah. tracking her for three days if you even you know commit to that much of a, a track job so you know having somebody to kind of guide you through the the ethics of it the woodsmanship of it the responsibility of it you know the, just the whole the take value i guess i don't know people are going to understand what i mean by that but even some of the 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 physics behind it that i think a, a beginner would just not even be aware of just kinetic energy sure just be able to explain that is that okay you can shoot 100 yards but you're not going to have the the weight behind that arrow to that's it, especially, you know, a 20-inch you know? crossbow bolt, you know and that, what I mean? And that's it's, it, and I think that that's something that, you know, we as hunters, as bow hunters, rather than looking down our nose at somebody mm -hmm. that has a crossbow, need to get that message out there, explain that, that, you know, it's not that much different than right. a compound. You're just not drawing it, you know? It's, I don't know. I, I see, you know, I took somebody hunting last year with a crossbow, and I had no problem with it because the way it seems to me is that he's going to want to graduate to a compound. Right. And that's, I, I could see it now already. You know what I mean? And that's it. I mean, it's, it's hard for someone to coming into the sport to look at the intimidation factor of bow hunting. Yeah. It's intimidating. You oh, know what for I mean? Sure. It was intim I remember when I first got into it, I didn't start bow hunting until I was uh, early twenties, mid twenties almost. And, uh, you know, it was intimidating. A friend of mine had an old bow that was just my roommate. It was just laying around. I'm like, show me how to, show me how to work that thing. Yeah. And I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing ever, but it was like the biggest. Not, I'm not going to say it was a piece of garbage, but it was so old and dated, like wheels, not cams. Right. Like it was probably about 40 inches axle to axle, right. you know? So it was a really old model bow. And I was shooting it with bare fingers and it was a compound. I didn't know any better. I mean, I'd shoot it till my fingers hurt in the basement at a, stack of uh ceiling tiles is what right. i was shooting at yeah um i'd shoot eight or nine shots and my fingers hurt and i'd go back down the next day and shoot four or five more until my fingers hurt you know right. and he's like you do know you're supposed to be using like a, a release thing right yeah. i'm like ah, i just what i see on tv is what i know right but that you know it was intimidating for me to go and buy a bow and then commit to like, and now I got to figure out what kind of arrows I need now fortunately i had some friends that were doing it so they were able to kind of steer me in the right direction but once I did, man, I just became like engrossed. I was just hooked. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was addicted to every aspect of it. What kind of arrow? How long should my fletching be? What kind of release is best? And I became your typical new hunter, like asking yeah. a billion questions. Now there was no Facebook then, so right. I didn't. I, you know, I couldn't drive everybody. I didn't know crazy with it. It was only the people in my immediate, you know, environment that I made, you know, crazy with it. But you know, to, so to. Be able if someone were to say, "Here, man, here's a crossbow. We're going to go out on archery season. You can be able to experience that time of year, like that early fall. It's yeah. a great time to be in the woods. It's not cold. Right. Uh, it's just a beautiful time of year. But you don't have to invest in all that. Right. Yet, you know what I mean. If you like it and you're into it, well, then we'll start talking about you know, we'll go on Craigslist, get a used bow, or right. you know, maybe just bite the bullet and go to a shop and get hooked up with everything that's just right for you." So it's a it's almost like a gateway drug, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> the well, crossbow. We're, we're lucky that it does have that appealing quality that once you 
kind of dabble in it, it, it just kind of sucks you in. That's it. You, you need know? a little push. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that's that's what you need is a little push. And maybe some people might not be all in on it, but they'd be attracted to it. Right. It's like, sounds like a cool idea. Maybe right. we'll give it a shot. Like my buddy Bill. I called him the other day. I'm like, hey, man, did you get your hunting license? He goes, oh, is that is that going on now? I'm like, yeah, yeah. man. I'm like, sorry, I should have called you earlier and yeah. reminded you. But he's like, yeah, man, I think I'm going to go get it. So it wasn't like, ooh, I can't wait to get my hunting license. But he's still into it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so get him is, out a couple more times and we'll see. He may he go, his, not for me. He you got know? his license? Uh, I think he went and got it yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. So he's got to put his doe tag in. I told him that, yeah. So As, but as long as he does that, then it's going to change the game. 3C, I mean, third round, there's still doe tags left. Yeah. You know, so I'm not too concerned, but I'm like, second round actually goes out today, well, tomorrow. Right. So it, they start taking them Monday, but mm-hmm. even even if you sent them out next Thursday, you're still going to get a Probably, second round. yeah. I sent mine out two weeks after the first deadline and I still got mine. So I'm not worried about it. You know, I used to be that guy that was standing at the post office mm-hmm. waiting to, yeah. you know what I mean? But that was kind of a tradition of it. Yeah. You know, that's where a lot of these guys are like, oh, stupid pink envelopes. They need to go. I don't mind them. I don't there's like a, pink. Yeah, there's a tradition behind it. Why well, they got to be pink? Yeah. I don't know. Uh-oh. Got a problem I'm not, here. I'm not using the phrase. Yeah, oh, it's it's creeping in, man. It's I know, it, it but you know that that that's a good that's a good point though to t- to utilize technology to introduce you know new people um, you know any way we can because uh, we've we've talked about this a million times before about how we're hurting. Did you ever did you ever read that article? Actually, you might have brought it up to me about the the progression of a hunter. I think you. Well, I didn't read an article on it, but I had a kind of a theory on it. Somebody wrote that. I forget who. I feel like it was an outdoor life. It was life. the progression of the trophy hunter, actually, that I had yeah. the theory on, but it's so... Well, it, it's sim- I know that there was something like that published in Outdoor Life, but this this whole technology discussion e- could easily parallel that, where you're saying, you know, a little kid, it's probably best to use technology mm-hmm. to kind of draw them in. And as they grow up, I think that they're going to understand why less technology increases challenges, more rewarding, and, you know, it it does have its upside. That's it. You know what I mean? When you can take the training wheels off your bike, it's a good feeling. Because, you know, and and I'm, I don't want to talk about myself <laughs> here, but I don't have a camera in the woods yet, and I don't care. Yeah. I don't I know. Really, I don't either. You know, it, it's fun. It, it's a fun hobby, but it's, number one, I just haven't had the time to get one out, and number two, it's like I don't really care yeah it's just like i know the deer are there they're gonna be there you know if i if i get some kind of monstrous deer then i'm just it's probably gonna ruin my my mindset for the whole season you know yeah i I know i know what i want to shoot and i know that that the deer are there and i have my stand set up i'm not gonna go moving something and, and changing things up now it's just i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do i think i enjoy trail cameras more during the rut just to get cool videos sure you know or, or, or that right well picture. it makes for great content because that one camera you have is pretty damn awesome is it the browning yeah. or something yeah. like that that and I takes just, great pictures that was and like i said that was like an original model that i don't know they had a better processor or something yeah. in it but it's that yeah camera's a beast i've been i bought a few more browning since then it's just they're just not the same but on the same topic of cameras like how about s- satellite or cell cameras yeah. I think, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about them. You're lazy, damn it. Yeah. 
kind of. I mean, it, it's just yeah. Well, hey, but whatever, man. Maybe uh, the, you're, you're maybe there, you're you know you're 380 pounds and you're really hitting hard on trying to do a weight loss program and you know hunting and a better lifestyle and better diet is part of that. But you just can't hustle out there to check cameras, you yeah. know, or you you putting a, a camera on the top of a freaking mountain. I mean, there was a spot that we used to hunt with my buddies. Uh, you know where Lake Scranton is, right? Mm-hmm. Just up 307 on yep. the right hand side. We used to hunt up there years ago. And uh, it doesn't look really hilly when you're driving up 307, but when you yeah. go back through them woods about 500 yards, you yeah. hit a straight up hill. Yeah. We used to call it Mount Johnson. Uh, it was actually called Coon Hill, um, the, the actual name, but we used to, because it was just a Johnson to get up that sucker, man, because gotcha. it was just straight up. But we used to go up and we used to carry lumber up that hill to yeah. build stands build and stands. trees, you know? Yeah. Um, so we used to put cameras up there when it was 35 millimeter film. Mm-hmm. And man, what a beast trying to climb all the way up there just to go check a camera. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a circumstance where it might be appropriate. So like I said, there's a lot of gray area. Are there so, laws on, on cell cameras? Can you use them during the season? I honestly don't know. I'm because, not certain because I mean, I've never messed with them. So it's not really been a concern of mine. If anybody knows, let us know. Yeah. Drop a comment in the stream or whatever, or, uh, you know, email. We've got to start utilizing the email a little bit more. Yeah. And what is your email? Sons of the hunt at gmail.com. Bingo. So, you know, questions, comments, funny pictures, whatever. Uh, get some, uh, kind of get it going back and forth a little bit, get yeah. engaging with that. Yeah, because um, it, it would be it would be cool to address emails. I mean, I mean, we're essentially doing that with this. With the with Facebook the comments, thing, yeah. I mean, even just hit a comment, throw a comment, an instant message or something like that, PM us or something. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, there were some great comments on that stream, man. One uh, the other thing that I, I was actually talking with Bridget about this is, I said, do you think it would be fair if I had a cell camera back behind the house, like in 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 the food plot or something, and it's it's archery season, and I got a picture of a buck at a scrape back there, and then I looked at my app that told me which way the wind's coming, <laughs> and then all I had to do was get around him, get get ab- above him in the wind, and uh, I know he's there. Is that fair? I'd be fine with that if you didn't have legs. If I didn't have legs? <laughs> if I was like the, the skateboard guy from Toy Story? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. That, that, that's, a little, that's a little much. You know what but I mean? that's what I'm saying. It, that's... But again, that, but if that's legal, if there's if no legal, law against that... Yeah. Teach their hey, own. Man. I mean, is ultimately the... But guess what? You needed to buy a license to hunt that deer. You needed right. to buy a bow. Right. You needed to buy all the other stuff. And, you know, what I'm alluding to is the whole, you know, excise tax thing that's going to contribute. You know right. I mean? and, yeah, you know, I gotcha. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, anytime you contribute financially, you're helping the cause. You know what I mean? It was it somebody said it was uh, the difference between uh, conservation and conversation is money. Because it's only a conversation if there's no financial input. Right. So it's not conservation unless there's some kind of financial contribution. You know what I mean? So Right. I get I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's uh, you know, so if you're putting in money, then hey man, if you're obeying the law and you're not screwing me up, hell, check your apps, get your Ozonics hat and your book bag, Ozonics whatever right. thing, and yeah. your, you know, laser range finding <laughs> site with your you know, what do they call those mutant broadheads now that are fixed blade and expandables that come out of the arrow shaft? I mean, there's right. so many crazy pieces of technology out there. All you got to do is just go to the Harrisburg show one year and 
It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming. But, you know, there, I, I can make an argument for any product you put in front of me, one way or the other. Yeah. And comfortably. And, you know, there's so, things that I love to use. How about thermal, thermal imaging cameras if you're tracking a deer? If I'm wounded deer and I kill and I hit one and I'm like not sure, if I had one, I would use it. Yeah. Yeah. If I I mean listen, I I I'm always too. gonna just try and use my tracking skills. And I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. I've, but you know, because I've learned. I've right. done it, you know, a bunch of times. And mm -hmm. I've helped people track, not just my animal, but I've helped friends track animals. And every time you do it, you learn something. Yeah. And that kind of goes into the bank. You yeah. know what I mean? So you can flip through that filing cabinet and and, and draw from that you yeah. know, experience. Uh, my grandfather taught me a, a called a gate stick, where if you can get a good idea, you find a print, a footprint from a deer that's got blood near it, and you're pretty confident that's the deer you shot. You find its next track, and you break off a stick the same yeah. length. And then you, you you lose the blood or you use the track. You, you just put the stick the down in stick. that, and you just move the stick. And you can your odds are you're going to wave that stick over the next track. It's going to give you an idea of that deer's gait. You know what right. I mean? It's stride. Yep. And you know he taught me that when I was like 11, and I thought he was nuts. Yeah. And then I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, it's an old Indian trick. This is it's called a gate stick, and they used to carry stick just like. He told me his big story, and I'm like, you're nuts. Like, yeah. okay, whatever. But I was knee deep in. Field and stream magazines, reading right. about how to tell the difference between gobbler poop and hen yeah. poop, and you know all that kind of weird stuff. So it kind of struck me, and then later on, you know, I started reading articles on, it and it came across an article about gate sticks. I was like, wow, yeah, Grandpa wasn't crazy after no. all. He knew what he was talking about, yeah. you know. So there's, you know, but that's technology. Technically, it's technology. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, it's someone identified a problem. And created a solution by modifying something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And technically, that's, that's the definition. That's it. You know. Yep. So, it's it all. It's what you're comfortable with. It has nothing nothing to do with what your neighbor's doing, unless he's hunting your property. Um, then you may have some say on it. Yeah. But if they're not messing you up, they're doing the wrong thing. Let them go, man. We're on the same team. Yeah. So technology can be a, a big, you know, a big help. So. A hindrance on the other hand, the good example is those sites, the um, red dot scopes and um, the range finding uh, uh, bow the, sites. The Garmin, yeah, there's a couple of different, yeah, there's a few of them out there. Out, yeah, what happens if you screw up and your battery dies? Yeah, I don't know. I last I knew that on that Garmin site, it, that's just a clear piece of glass you're looking at, and there's mm -hmm. no fixed dot. No, the dot comes up where the range tells it to. Yeah. So that's great unless your battery dies. And now you watch a trophy buck walk away because yeah. you can't, there's no pin. You know, like I, I've seen, I've, I've contemplated putting a red dot on uh, a shotgun, my kid's 20 gauge. Right. Um, th they make mounts, however, that you can see through. You look under this under right. the red dot, and you can still so see you still have the your, bead on the shotgun, so sights. it's a backup. Yeah. You know, so if your red dot goes dead on you, you just drop your your cheek weld a little bit and you can see right underneath it and you've got a backup reliable bead that the battery's not going right. to die. But, you know, so it, you got to kind of think about that. You know, what happens if you rely too heavily on the technology? What happens when the technology fails? Does that create failure for you? Well, then maybe you need to look at another option. Right. You know, but so like I said, it's it's a gray area. But it was a great conversation, great topic for conversation. Um, some of the people that commented man yeah they, they there were several really people thinking. that took a lot of time to to write out like a couple paragraphs somewhere. yeah yeah and uh they were 
you know, well thought out and for the most part, like well constructed grammatical statements. Like, right, right. No run on sentences, no foul language. Yeah, a little golf clap for yeah. that. I used to do a golf clap. Yeah, way to go, guys. Oh, look, Dauber was in there. Harold Dobb, uh, yeah. he, and he you made know, a comment. He had a very popular comment. Oh, yeah, look he, at that. Yeah. He had like nine interactions with that comment. Well, there you go. Okay, so for instance, aiding in shot placement sounds like good ethical tech. Flying drones over a field to plan a stock, probably not ethical in my view. Right, drones. And I would agree with that as well, personally. Yeah. Is it legal? I have no idea because I've never even considered doing something like that. Um, but if it's legal and that's what you want to do, well, yeah. who am I to tell you you're wrong? Yeah. I if that's going to help you in some way, shape, or form to hit that switch for you and, you know, because then maybe next season you're like, you know what? I don't need that anymore. I got to figure it out now. I know why that deer came out in that field from that corner. It was because of the wind. So now I know. So I don't need the drone this year. I can go and tackle this on my own. You know, there's there's an argument to be made for either way. You know, I'm not trying to make excuses for people or anything like that by any means. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate a little bit. Here, here's one that actually it popped up two hours ago that I haven't seen yet. It says, we heard our sport having this kind of debate. No, we don't. If it's legal, I just said no, we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> if it's I, I, legal, I then it's legal, which I, I agree with. But to, to say that we hurt the sport by having this kind of debate, no, we sh- it's not a debate, first of all. That's that's where people get this twisted, that this is some kind of negative thing. No, this is a, a civil discussion that we're trying to have. Right. You know? Civil discourse, ladies and gentlemen, civil discourse. Far be it from us to pass judgment on one another, unless you're making your bow like the Native Americans did, and your flint arrow points, then you are benefiting from technology and have no moral authority to pass judgment on others that choose different technology. There's enough pressure on us from the anti-hunting crowd as it is. I'm in favor of whatever gets people out in the woods, keeps them coming back, and giving them the best chance of success regardless. Yeah, well, it might be technology. I think maybe this guy just didn't understand the question, but I don't know. But I mean, I I agree with his point. Yeah, but know? I mean, it, this isn't a debate that's hurting us. I mean, this isn't dividing us as far as as far as I can tell. It's just where do you draw the line? That's that's the question. Yeah. Uh, you know, here's a guy, Josh Lisak. Uh, Rangefinder and PA is only necessary for maybe rifle season. Archery, if you're really good at shooting far in your hunting fields and can shoot 50 to 60 yards, other than that, range find a tree after you set your stand up, know the distance, and let her fly, bud. Aside from your lack of punctuation, um, I I get it, but, you know, I used to walk Lake Scranton a lot. And as I I used to take my range finder, and and I would walk and I'd stop and go... 30. Yeah. And I'd range it and it'd be like 28. I'm like, sweet, I'll take that. You yeah. know what I mean? But then right. I'd look and go 40 and it'd be like 65. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I would go up against anybody with judging distance. Yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty good with that. I've I've I sit in the stand and do the exact same thing and just pick out trees and, right. play, and play that game. But I want to learn. I want to teach myself and train myself to start to get more comfortable with identifying further ranges. Anything out to 20, 30 yards, I'm comfortable, but I've been doing it. In the video, that, that little short film that I posted, Finding a Way, I missed a deer. And I had a range finder. Yeah. And I, and I you know, I shot just under the deer. So I was probably like, a, I think it was 30 and I was thinking, you know, I did that on a turkey once. Yeah, but I mean the whole the whole thing is, if I pulled out that rangefinder, 
I would have been spot on. Right. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. So, so I, I like a rangefinder. I never go into I never go in the woods without one. Uh, because it's a confidence booster for me. And um, that's one thing that's vital is confidence. I mean, you start to get a chink in your armor in the way of confidence and you start second guessing and that's when you make a mistake. And yeah. and, it's, and I've done it. I mean, I, I'm almost nervous because I last year was the first time I shot a deer and never found it. Yeah. And I, I mean, Jesus, I've been in the woods 30 years. I've had it happen a and, couple times. You know, and I, I got lucky that I went that long without it happening. But it's just it. Eventually, it's good chance it's going to happen. Yeah. So now, I got to get that out of my head because the next time a doe walks out in front of me and I commit, like that trigger go, that switch goes off, and I commit, is that going to be there? Right. You know what I mean. So to have a rangefinder on my chest, I have it right on. It hangs right on my binocular harness. All I got to do is grab, pick it up, and just let her fall. It doesn't. Even, I don't even have to look for it. And that's going to be that little extra boost of confidence for me to to get that out of my brain to let myself settle in and, you know, concentrate yeah. on task at hand, you know? No, for sure. For sure. And I... Your tag, your choice. Love yeah, that. That's that's... It's Gary Butler. Yeah, that's 100% true. I mean, there's... If it's legal, we're good with it. Mm-hmm. And it, and it this... Like like we said, this isn't meant to be a debate. It's not really a debate. It's a discussion. No, it's just... Let, let's hear what your side is. You know what I mean? And again... Kudos to you guys for uh, the civility that we we saw. Because I mean, you go to any other group out there and throw that question out and see what kind of like melee ensues. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's going to get real sketchy. You have those comments turned off right quick by an administrator in yep. no time. Yeah, you know. So and this actually made it in the the hunting Pennsylvania group, and it was extremely civil. Yeah, there, yeah. There was there was really nothing negative in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's maybe it's maybe it's coming around, man. It's we still we got some work to do. Yeah, but I mean, uh, maybe it's coming around. That's our. I like to think so. Anyhow, I don't know. I hope that we could, as 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 an entity here, kind of promote a little bit of positivity and you know, kind of bring people around that you know it's not about who's killing the biggest buck. You know what I yeah. mean? And we should be able to have opinions without having to you know condemn other people for them you know it's it's uh i don't know hopefully we're getting there yeah i, I agree i mean that's been, kind of been the mission statement since last january yeah. uh you know but that comes down to us being confident in the way we conduct ourselves and everybody out there you know just have confidence if you shoot a buck you're happy with don't be afraid to don't apologize for it yeah he's only a six pointer he's not the biggest deer in the woods who he's cares? no monster who cares yeah hey it flipped that switch in your brain to excite you enough to take that chance and Put yourself against, you know, just to try and take a shot. And, and when you're successful, man, that's a lot. Yeah. You, think about it. Slow it down for a second. Take a step back and look at the process. It's not a small task, man. It's really not. So I think that gets um, kind of overlooked a little bit, you know, the, the whole process. I mean, it's a lot. You're you're putting yourself against another living being and you're ending its life. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it, there, there's a lot there. So don't apologize for... Um, you know, any choices that you make, you know, unless you screw up and break the law or you do something really stupid, well then, yeah, you got to own it. But I mean, other than that, hell, be happy with what you do, be proud of it and defend it, you know, stand on it. Yep. Die on that hill. (laughs) (laughs) And like you said with the, you know, people who are ashamed of what they shoot, that's, that's the biggest issue right now. It doesn't, to me, when I think of something like that, 
I always come back to the fact that if I have a bunch of people at the house and I pull out like a venison loin and I sear it Mm -hmm. and then I lay it on the cutting board and I slice it, it's nice and like medium rare and it's, people are just like having their minds blown by it. Yeah, yeah. The deer is not, the, the head, well, I mean, I have some deer heads hanging around, but sure. that could have been a six pointer and the skull could be laying out back and no one knows any different. They just know like, holy cow, what did you just do? What is that? Right. And, and that's, how do I get some? <laughs> so if, if you're worried about losing like cool points or whatever, that's how you win the back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how you, you really impress somebody. Yep. And I think that coming in with that mindset could change things for a lot of people. I think that that's what's going to bring people. It's an intimidating community to get involved in right now. Of course, and of course. And that intimidating factor needs to be curbed. I agree. And I think the way you do that is by being confident in your choices and your decisions because when you are, other people are going to kind of jive off that. Yeah. They, you know, if I shoot a you know a, a good seven point buck that I was excited to shoot and I'm not opposed to that man I'm not a proud dude I'm, I'm not like kill the big I love big bucks don't get me yeah wrong I mean you know I love I'd love to shoot a 140 150 sure. buck who I wouldn't mean, yeah and that's, that's but that's not my you know I'd be perfectly happy with a good cool looking six point I mean, right. what the hell if he's cool and he gives me the right opportunity and everything lines up that's what I'm gonna shoot yeah and I'm not gonna apologize for it and maybe somebody will see that and go, oh, well, you know what? He was cool with it, so he's not apologizing for it, and he's kind of putting it out there that he's... Nothing know. wrong with and that. And then you do the same thing, and somebody else sees that, and they see the confidence that you exude, and it makes it okay for them to do the same yeah. thing, you know? And that's how this works, you know? I mean, that's how it got as bad as it's gotten. There's only a handful of people that hunt for 20 years without ever killing a deer and then finally kill one and have that kind of determination and keep doing that. Right. Newer hunters might not might not have that. So, hundred I mean, percent, man. That's why we just can't. Yeah. We just can't bring that judgment here. You know, take nope. your judgment elsewhere, sir. Good day. <laughs> Good day, sir, to you. <laughs> you get nothing. No soup for you. But, Come back. Second half. Yeah, we're. I don't know. I think that we've we've exhausted that conversation, and hopefully, you know people listen to this and understand where we're coming from. We're not trying to cause any kind of internal debate here because it's not debate, it's discussion. And that's it, you know, you know? and, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll post the podcast on the Facebook page mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you guys hear this and you got something to, to say about it, drop it in the comments, man. Let's get, let's engage. Let's, uh, let's get, let's talk about it. I mean, if, if there's, if, if it's not obvious by now, I mean, Mark and I love to hear what you guys have to think, yeah. what your thoughts are on certain things. And, um, and listen, man, we're not going to tell you you're wrong. You know, well, we might. It all depends. It's a fine yeah. line, but you I mean, know, if you're wrong, very, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Be a man about it. <laughs> Just own it. No, but uh, but in all seriousness, no, you know, you know, we we want to know what you guys are thinking, and that kind of helps us not only figure out, you know, if our thoughts align with the general consensus, but kind of gives us an idea of what kind of content you guys are digging. Yeah. You know, I got broad shoulders. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Working out over you know? there. Those ropes have been paying off. Battle ropes, boys. Mm-hmm. Battle ropes. All right. Let's wrap this up before we get talking about ourselves too much. And uh, It's snack time anyway, I think. Snack time. Yeah, we need a, we need a snack. I'm getting cranky. All right. See you in a minute.
and we're off. Second half, episode number 14. 14. I did say 14 in the first half, right? I hope so. I might have. I might not have. The magic of editing in There's post. no way of knowing. Well, I, I can't make myself say different things. That'd be crazy. No. I'd be like, <laughs> welcome to 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like the uh, like Godzilla like yeah. dub over. <laughs> I don't know if we can go throwing around Chinese accents, though. That might get us into a little bit of hot water. Yeah. Our mouths are moving one way. Yeah, you know. Yelling about the Godzilla monster. Yeah. 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 But this. Second half. Beer. Mm. Mm-hmm. And good beer. Familiar beer. Yeah. Yup, yup, yup. So we are back with the second year of the Kuyu Vias. Oh, man. Ooh. I was so happy to see this. I was so happy. It's still good. It is. It's, it's still fantastic. Really uh, there's Look a couple more. Leasing. They're putting out some uh, leasing. Ooh, we're getting real fancy. I got all leather Mine's already halfway gone. Um, Anchorage Brewing Company does it again. They're mm-hmm. putting out Within Us again. I saw that. They're doing a second yeah. one at Within Us. Yep. Uh, a couple different ones. There's another one they're putting out soon, but... Is it yep. one of them is Origins? Origins, yeah. that That's the one. Origins and Within Us are coming out with uh, Anchorage Brewing Company. So... Um, all you locavores around there, um, Tavora, I think, is still the only way that you can get them. Yeah. I mean, unless you That's live That's why I got these, unless yeah. you live in Anchorage, Alaska. And if you yeah. do, I don't think you're quite the locavore. Um, That's true. Okay, I get it. I get it now. Took me a minute. Me and my big $3 words. Yeah. My my, my fancy pants or- Or no pants, Or maybe. no pants. We yeah. were having that conversation a minute ago. Uh, we were talking about the camera setups and everything, and- uh, Said so for all these people know we're not even wearing pants. Yeah, little known fact. This is a no pants podcast. Indeed. Read the subtitles. We we should have named it that. <laughs> Talk about clickbait. <laughs> the no pants podcast. No pants podcast. I've seen worse names. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna say them because, you know, that's just no. not a nice thing to do. That's not our style. Indeed. I mean we we do, you know, ex- exude so much excellence that it's it's disgusting. It's yeah, but, it's pretty sickening. You know, I mean, exuding anything is a little gross, but the excellence thing gets out of hand. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's people think that like you could just get microphones and then do this this good <laughs> and be this know. handsome and like just keep you know it. People think that anyone could just do that. You can't. Okay. It's there's uh we're, we're like the equivalent of professional athletes here like high level it's like a different level yeah but enough about <laughs> us <laughs> okay um we had a, a few things this this second half is kind of gonna gonna just be like a hodgepodge yeah of, a little of some ideas mess. a little spitball and this mm-hmm. might actually be our, our think session that we usually have afterwards. Yeah, maybe. Like a little live think session. See that? You guys where, are getting a sneak peek into the minds. Where we come up with all of, of our- cluster. Brilliant ideas. Yeah. It makes my head hurt because there's just so many of them. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, I mean, it's hard. only write so many down before your hand starts to cramp. Yeah. And my, it's like my head starts because my brain mm-hmm. is just so big. Mm-hmm. How many people do you think already- Click forward 15 seconds on that little button down below. <laughs> like, shut, <laughs> shut us off all together. Shut up. Uh, so something we're thinking about doing, button. but either way, we have to kind of get it in motion now if we're going to make it a reality. Mm-hmm. Aldo, don't kick that camera. Aldo's under the table. 
with he is not wearing pants either. Nope. But um, no pants podcast. There he is. <laughs> that is not me. Why? <laughs> I know it's just. Ambiance. I mean, we're not wearing pants, and you can't be making those kind of noises, Aldo. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, he, he he does that every podcast. I don't. I hope it doesn't. It may not come even be through. picking up these high these there he these goes, high tech. The camera high-tech microphones oh, that we've got angry. now because i don't think we've even talked about that yet oh yeah our new setup we've got a, a whole board mixing it's board pretty lots of flashy lights There's, yeah it's new microphones very shiny. professional studio microphones yeah. uh, a new behringer mixer board and we're like uh we're moving on up like george yeah. and wheezy it, it it's i should have worn sunglasses because the future's so bright mm. Boy, this is getting thick. <laughs> We're trending up, but uh, <laughs> either way, <laughs> either way, we gotta get get on get back on topic mm-hmm. here. So to make this idea reality, we need to talk about it now. We, yeah, and we're gonna need feedback from you guys. So because you guys are gonna be important uh, to making this happen. So I'll let Mark make the announcement. Yeah. So you, you probably see in the background a lot of times you'll see. The uh, the New York Giants stuff the, the the best team in football pretty much just you know it, it the, getting hurt and getting suspended stuff is hanging around <laughs> listen don't get in don't <laughs> but regardless we're football fans absolutely and, uh, we've been tossed around this idea of having a fantasy football league Sons of the Hunt fantasy football league you heard that right some so, people are really excited about that and people are going what the hell are you talking about what's fantasy football that's got that's it's for people weird. that aren't physical enough to play real football right. okay nerds it's for our friend it's our, for our nerd friends yeah football nerds fantasy football yeah but either Good way stuff. it i i've always played fantasy football um until last year i didn't play at all i was just too busy but the whole thing now is that we can have a little Sons of the Hunt community if uh, if you're a football fan, get in the league. And we, we're still tossing around some ideas as far as prizes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll supply the prizes. And maybe a minor qualification? Yeah, I'm thinking that's not a bad idea because so, we've... Uh... So actually, by the time this is out, mm-hmm. this podcast is out, uh... Dauber's podcast will be out. Yeah. So people will understand yeah. that uh, about the uh, PFSC membership. Yeah. So, which is going to be something that, again, when this comes out, people will already be privy to. Yes. We're giving a couple. We've Maybe at this point we've given a couple away. I don't know. This is the time-space continuum here. I'm having it's a hard throwing time us off. wrapping my head around it. But yeah, yeah. we might make it so... To enter the league, you need to have a PFSC membership. Yes, I think I think it's a good idea. I, I agree because it's very inexpensive to do it, um, and we, we we've uh, committed to start working with uh, PFSC, which is Pennsylvania Federation of Conservation and Sportsmen. Uh, we had Harold Daub, aka Dauber, uh, on the podcast a couple episodes ago to come on and talk a little bit about who they are, what they do, and Mark and I kind of saw our our theories and, and our beliefs kind of align directly with, you know, their mission statement, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, we want to start working with them in, um, you know, 
helping to build their brand into something that uh, the younger generation is more aligned with. So we're kind of helping them uh, appeal to a younger audience, so to speak. I mean, that's not the way to put it, but we're just kind of working together a little bit to uh, it, to in, get the message out because we have such a similar message. Yeah, in, in a way, though, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. I would say that, that younger audience, I, I mm-hmm. think, because... Honestly, until a couple of weeks ago, never heard of the organization. Right. And, yeah. you know, I'm not that young. I mean, I'm pretty young. Yeah, yeah. I'm you just had a birthday, didn't you? Yep. 31 years 31. old. 31. So, I mean, I'm young. I'm youngish. Young-ish. But um, a, a lot of what uh, he was saying when he was on the podcast is, is you know, this younger generation doesn't even realize that this organization exists. It's been around a long, long time. And they've done wonderful things for everything that we believe in and all the things that we hold kind of dear. So um, it's cool to find out. It's weird that, you you know, a lot of people don't know it, but that's a good example of why um, we're going to kind of start working with them a little bit to bring their message to a a different audience. Yeah. Um, So by doing that, uh, you know, you guys can get on. It's $15. And you can sign up for a uh, PFSC membership, and that gets you access to a whole slew of things. Uh, If you go on to their Facebook page, uh, Pennsylvania Federation of Sportsmen and Conservation, if you go on their Facebook page and you check it out, there's all sorts of links there so that you can get to the membership uh, link. It's really, honestly, 15 bucks. What's that, like three cups of coffee at Starbucks? I don't know. I'm not, Something, I'm I don't, not, I don't, not I don't, I don't drink coffee at Starbucks anyway, but yeah. yeah. So that's like, what, 10 cups of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> Whatever oh the hell God, it is, it's math. cheap. 15 bucks, man. Uh, it, it's really not all that much. And you're contributing to an organization that's really helping to preserve not only, um, you know, our right to hunt and, you know, what we love to do, uh, but the conservation aspect, the second amendment aspect, which I think gets kind of overlooked a little bit with those guys. Yeah. Uh, they're really big on protecting second amendment, which is super important to, uh, most sportsmen out there, sportsmen and women. Uh, so it's really cool organization. So we are going to need eight, maybe nine participants to do a 10 team league. Cause yeah. honestly, I'm, I'm not opposed to sharing a team with Mark and I, you know, split yeah, a team. That's true. Uh, if we get eight guys, Mark and I will have our own team and then we'll, we'll really get interesting. Uh, some of the conversations we it'll, have. It'll be cool that, that I'll be the head coach though. Oh, sure. And you'll be the assistant sure. coach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever works, man. Uh, I just hope we don't get first overall pick because uh, I'm going with Saquon. Saquon like the plague this year. What is wrong with you? I'm telling you, man. Listen, have you been paying attention to what's going on yeah. in the New York Giants? What, what, are you going to take Ezekiel Elliott because he's not even going to play? No, I wouldn't touch him either. Not with a 10-foot You're ball. You're taking Saquon because this entire se- – he's going to get 30 touches a game. Yeah, but there's nobody else that's going to touch the ball. So you're going to have the entire defense waiting for him at the other side of that line. And now you have a revamped O-line. Oh, God. And you got a Zeitler leading the way. You got like a tall window licker throwing the ball. Oh, my God. He's handing the ball off. (sighs) Plus, Saquon catches everything. He does. I'll give him that. Uh, He's an absolute amazing athlete. He's a specimen that's – I just feel bad that he landed on the Giants. It's – listen, I'm, I'm not trying to bag on you too bad, but it's a bad situation for him right now. How? This, this team is completely turned. He's got a fresh, young quarterback waiting. <sighs> Dude. He's trying out as a they're, tight end in other teams. They're at the bottom He's here. He's not even really a quarterback, is he? There's nothing but up for them. 
<laughs> All right, fair enough. I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. There's there, there's a lot there's a lot of uh, room to grow. I mean, um, but the, it's going to be a tough year. I mark my words. Saquon Barkley is going to have a rough year this year. Saquon Barkley I hope is going to be the rushing leader this year. Hundred percent. Oh boy, I think you know. Do who you I realize think? what he did last year with a, a crappy worse O line? Yeah, the O line I agree is better. But I'm telling you, man, there's just nobody. No good offensive players on that team right now. Outside Evan of, Ingram? I, I was just going to say, he's the only one. He's Sterling a freak Shepherd. athlete. Sterling Shepard's not a wide receiver one. Mm, I don't know. You you don't really need... Eli Manning doesn't need a wide receiver Apparently one. Apparently not. Have, yeah, you're have right. You, do you remember uh, 2007? Yeah, didn't he win a quarter? Uh, didn't he win a Super Bowl ring throwing the ball over his head backwards or something yep. like that? Like underhanding it and shit? Yep. No, yeah. Threw it between his legs yep. at one point. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe there's... Maybe there, Maybe I'll be wrong. And I hope I am. Because I'm a big Eli, Saquon Barkley fan. Yeah. That guy's just an absolute specimen. Yeah. Uh, so I really want to see that. He's a once-in-a-lifetime talent, that oh, guy. Yeah. He's a generational talent. It's Barry Sanders. So, I'm, I think he's going to be better. He could be. I, don't I just hope they put a good team around him. They need to build around him. Nobody else. They need to build around him. I think that's uh, what he's they're doing. He's the future doing. of that franchise. They're, they're going in on the old. They you know, paid Zeitler. They, they're getting sold her back. I know he was hurt. Uh, yeah, no, he's supposed to be coming Hernandez. back. I think they should have picked their sixth, spent their sixth pick on another offensive lineman, a center or something like that. But. People are going to be shocked when Jones starts lighting it up. He's I hope a smart so, quarterback. You know and, what? And he, I feel bad for that dude. He's got nothing but hate, and it's insane. I know. He's and so far in. Uh, I just called him their window licker five minutes ago. <laughs> I I know that their first couple of weeks of practice here, he's thrown one interception. Right. He zips the ball. He's smart, and I I don't know. How the hell he's living with himself with all the hate that he gets? It's well, insane. you know, what? I and I, I hope it works out. I really do because I, I mean, secretly I'm a bit of a Giants fan. Sure. Uh, my buddy Chris, one of my best friends, Chris yeah. Stone, huge Giants fan. Yeah. Uh, actually, I was at his house when they won the Super Bowl. Nice. When they uh, when they beat New England, it was funny because there was which one, time though? Uh, it was the one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. See? I like that. I like that parlay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was one New England fan there, and it was a rough night for him. Good uh, at that party, yeah, yeah. They could have two rough, three rough nights. Indeed, yeah. indeed. But yeah, so it's uh, it's going to be interesting. So hopefully, you guys are into it because it's August, man. It's the beginning of August. This is when it starts heating up for fantasy football. If you guys are diehards and you're really into it, then this is going to be very appealing to you because it's a friendly league. Well, maybe we'll do our own little Facebook page dedicated to just the uh, little group, the, maybe yeah, a little group so that you know you can talk all kinds of smack and. You know, and make fun of everybody. You know, good-hearted stuff, light-hearted. But if anybody's played fantasy football before, you know what comes with the program. Yeah. Uh, you get a little a little uh, ribbon every now and again. Maybe we'll have some kind of fun little thing for the uh, last place team to do, uh, some kind of task. I mean, I, I've got... Or something, but... Yeah, and, and the more we talk about it, I've got all kinds of ideas. We could have our, our own little watch party one of these nights. Yeah. And, yeah, we can do a live. Well, so we'll do the online draft, of course, but we can do a Facebook Live or we, a Google Hangout or something yeah. like that, and we could all get together, kind of get to know each other a little bit better. But it, just the whole, uh, I think it would just kind of allow us to branch out into something else that Mark and I love to do. Because again, we listen, we love hunting, we love the outdoors, but we love a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, and I think this is something that I think. Uh, is pretty popular now. I think fantasy football has taken huge strides in the last five or six years. Yeah, it's I'm fun. in two leagues already, so this would be my third league, and oh, I've man. cut down. I mean, <laughs> I've only, the most I've ever been in was two, and it was it, it was too much. 
Well, that's it. I'm in two pretty serious leagues right mm-hmm. now, so I got to focus on those. So a third would be fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of money at stake in those other ones. This is going to be something for fun to hang out and just, uh, you know. Well, I mean, we'll we'll probably be able to muster up some pretty decent prize. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some cool stuff for whoever wins this league, which yeah. will probably be me. So that sucks because then well, that's going to be that. crazy for an assistant coach to win. Yeah, well, it happens. You know, <laughs> the assistant coach never. I have to, I'm, I'm gonna, and then I'm going to sit out next season until I get a better deal. Oh boy, hold out, huh? Mm-hmm. Melvin Gordon, you Sally May, for a freaking second tier running back. I don't know he thinks he's Le'Veon Bell or something. Melvin Gordon is Melvin Gordon's sitting out. He, he, he wants, wants a trade. A deal. Huh? He wants a trade, but it ain't happening. He's not good enough. He's good, but he's not good enough. He's not. He's not Le'Veon Bell, dumpster no. full of gold bullion. Good. No. But we'll see how it plays out. But so that's the idea. Uh, so we're gonna have to get this podcast out though, because yeah. if we're gonna have to probably draft by end of August, early September, the latest. Okay. Um, if we're gonna do it, I know, right? Okay. It's pushing well, it. we we might have to announce. And if it this doesn't work before. out, if we don't get enough interest, then maybe we'll push it off and we'll try and do it next year. This was just kind of if we had thought yeah. about this earlier, yeah. maybe we would have talked about it a month ago. Uh, and we would have been able to get it together, but Hey, what the hell? We'll give it a shot. If it works out cool. I mean, we may have a lot of interest in this and have like 40 people send you an email like, yeah, man, I want in. Yeah. So we'll throw your email out one more time. Sons of the hunt at gmail.com. So if you guys are into it, email Mark, or we'll probably put a post, uh, a post, uh, we'll put a post up. Post you you swear I just good. read that word and I was like from another country, post. Uh, yeah, so anyway, does sound good. Yeah, uh-huh. and see now we ju- we just went through snack time. We didn't need snacks. We didn't need snacks. I sorry. That's all right. We're we're good. I'm on a I'm on a diet. It, it I I can't go violating my uh right. my fast. I mean this beer is probably like 300 calories. About this is the snack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, snack. See see what you think, y'all. Throw it out there. Let's see what we uh yeah, if we can put I it mean, together because it will be fun. Yeah, d- you could. Message me we on can Facebook dedicate, or whatever. Yeah, we can dedicate a segment to every podcast to five, ten minutes. We do you know our beer review, talk about fantasy football for a couple of minutes, acknowledge our leaders, you yeah. know, every episode, like yeah. who's kicking it, who's killing us, yeah. uh, who sucks. Yep, that's right. We're gonna put a we're gonna a shine a light you on you. Are gonna suck. That's it. It happens. Someone's gotta suck, man. It's someone's gotta do it. It's Might not as well be fun. You. But someone's going to have to be yeah. that guy. I mean, it's not going to be us. You know that. We no. don't suck at anything. Oh, man. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Trust me. With a head coach like this, I'm like the Bill Belichick of fantasy leagues. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, there you go, folks. That, uh, so, don't even bother. I mean, <laughs> you might as well try to Mark's bring it. Mark's just going to crush it. Might as well try. I mean, that's the best you're going to do. I'm telling you. Well, listen, there might be some sleepers out there, man, some sharks. So, and that's, and then I just think that would be fun. It's just something else that Mark and I do. And we're looking to branch out into some other uh, passions of ours uh, in the next couple of weeks. There's a couple of uh, tricks up our sleeves for some cool stuff. Uh, it may not be for everyone, but it's definitely going to be for a few of you. And yeah. that's kind of, you know, we're not looking at hitting the masses all the time. You know, we're going to hit a few niche corners. And uh, how I think about, that'd be, uh, uh, how about the top fan incentive? Program? I was just gonna say, there's a little bit of a segue coming down, yeah. and that's it, man. That's it. Uh, yeah, I dig it. That was, you you had like a professional transition going, and I was just like, nope. Hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's so, going on? How you doing? So, uh, Facebook 
has granted the Sons of the Hunt page this top fan uh, feature where fancy. the, the I, I don't want to, I guess, yeah, technically the top followers it, and it's based on engagement somehow. They have some kind of algorithm set up that I don't understand where I guess the more you like, comment, share, whatever, you get labeled as a top fan. Right. So I figured the thing that I can do is set a date, like maybe at the end of each week, mm-hmm. see who the top fans are. Maybe put them in the running for something, or they all get something, depending on how many there are. Yeah. Got new t-shirts. Yeah, got, got new, t-shirts, really cool beer glasses. Got new killer beer glasses. These are sweet, dude. There's people lining up trying to get these, by yeah. the way. They're, um, they're limited now. I'll be getting more. Um, yeah. We'll be giving away uh, PFSC memberships. Um, I don't know. We'll probably have some other stuff, some some merchandise stuff. Uh Maybe some some gear here and there, depending yeah, on what it, I get my hands on. And, that, and that's it. We've kind of avoided that pathway because it's very similar to the, you know, what most people are doing. Like, you know, like it, and share and like the page yeah, and, we'll then, get to this. and then you'll get a pair of uh, scent blocker gloves. Yeah, yeah. That we've been – again, listen, that's cool. And if it works for, for you, that's it's awesome. Not, it's not just our kind bag. of – yeah, that's it. It's just not our back. And not that it's wrong. It's not. People love it. Do it. And and, and I'll tell you what, it works because people love that stuff, you yeah. know? But we've been trying to uh, – I'm just not going to say anything because I'm afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing. Just trying to break the mold. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Uh, see that? That's why we work so well together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's one of those things that we, we, we're trying to do things a little bit differently, and but we still don't want to deny y'all some cool stuff, so – True. Uh, so the the merchandise, the Sons of the Hunt merchandise stuff is, is going to be really clutch. And um, we're going to start to – we're looking for – we're, we're trying to do more partnerships than sponsorship type stuff. No. And not in the technical sense of the word, but like trying to align with people that we uh, that we, we kind of believe in and that, you know, we share the sentiment that we're trying to put out into the world here. So uh, if that's the case and we can work something out, cool. If, if not, well, then we're just going to keep on doing what we're doing, and you'll get all kinds of cool Sons of the Hunt stuff. Yeah. I have decals as well. Decals, yep. That's a cool one. Maybe everybody that's a top fan for that week gets a decal, and maybe somebody gets a T-shirt or a glass or some yeah, cool stuff like that. That'd be neat. But, yeah, anyway, so we're as you can see, we haven't put an awful lot of thought into any of this. No. The C, here you I go. You. Insight. This is our ramblings. I told you. This second part's our think tank. Yeah, so we've always said we should probably just leave the – leave the microphones on after the podcast because we talk about so much stuff that yeah. it's a good opportunity for us to, well, not have to write crap down. Uh, so, so here you go. One idea that we – we, I think we talk about it every single time we we do our little, like, think session afterwards Yeah, is the, uh, the, the Twitch idea. And I know most people are listening to this going, what the hell yeah. is Twitch? That's when so, Jay gets into his second or third beer of the podcast. <laughs> and he's just like on the ground drooling <laughs> and twitching. I get a little bit of a tick. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so Twitch is a popular so- social media platform right now mm-hmm. where people will get this. They watch other people play video games. Mm-hmm. I've played video games all my life. Indeed. Until recently, I really haven't just had the time to play them. Nor have I. Well, honestly, video games today have surpassed my abilities. But hear us out. I know that this is a 
a, a bit of an older crowd, I would imagine. We're going to play some Duck Hunt. I'm thinking that's right up my wheelhouse, man. Yeah. NES, old school, Duck Hunt, dog laughing in your face, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's coming on the pipeline maybe for like around the holiday season May, or something yeah, like maybe. that. Yeah, maybe. We got yeah, to organize it, but. It's just going to take us a while to set that up. And there might be some investment we need for certain pieces of equipment. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure it's equipment. Maybe a software thing, like a software. screen grabbing software thing. Yeah. But I have the gun. I'm pretty sure I have the cassette. I don't think I have the console because my kids broke it on me. However, there's Damn. a flea market down there in, in uh, Scranton yeah. Carbondale Highway that's got a whole shop full of them. So, and they shouldn't be too hard to I find. I think that I have an NES laying around somewhere. Yeah. So I we could set do. it up to where we can, and I think that would be a really cool uh, segment to do with the next couple of guests that come mm-hmm. on. Challenge them to a round of duck hunt. Challenge them. Yeah. And bring we got high too. score. You know what I mean? You got you know, yeah. bragging rights. Um, the other thing we can do, I think we could do it. It's, it's not really a multiplayer game, though, but remember Deer Hunter? I do. That was classic. I spent so many hours Working looking at that up. stupid screen. It made no sense. The game was pointless. There was yeah, <laughs> yeah. That might be a stretch. Yeah. You know what I I got for Christmas one year when I was a kid? It was Deer Hunter, but it was like this little machine that projected a deer on the wall. Uh-huh. And the deer like ran around and it was a lot like Duck Hunter. Uh-huh. Except you had an actual like Natural rifle. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder where the hell that went. Probably in the attic. You shoot a lot of holes in the wall with that actual rifle? <laughs> it was an actual <laughs> rifle. And Your mom must have been pissed. And I was just <laughs> blasting... No, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah. it was sweet, though. But I think that would be a cool idea. That would be fun. I think it would be a a little different. Um, So we've got, my God, I've got a running Word document on my computer that's outrageous. I think I'm at like uh, eight pages now. (laughs) And I've erased a lot of the stuff. Yeah. Stuff we've already talked about, stuff we've already touched on, I erase it. And I'm, uh, I'm still eight pages, 752 words to be exact. Wow. That's not, that's not even like a high school paper though. No, it's not. It's I'm not. I'm not that strong in that but academics. But it's, it's it's about the the content of it. It's uh, thick. It, it's it's yeah. It's, it's very thick. bold. Yeah, it's thick stuff. Yeah, thick like Saquon Barkley's thighs. Ooh, Saquads. Saquon. <laughs> so, yeah, we we have all kinds of ideas, and on top of that, the reason most of you are probably listening is uh, you know because of actual outdoor related stuff, mm-hmm. which. We're, I'm starting to work on, on a film that I'm going to try to have done for the beginning of October, end of September. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with that. I mean. Yeah, there's, 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 we've got a lot of irons in the fire. I mean, out, even outside of the podcast thing, we've got a lot happening. Oh, right. uh, yeah. so yeah, like, like actual careers and whatnot. That's it. I think this might be, I think we were saying earlier, this might be the, the third podcast in a row that I've shown up on like 30 hours of being awake or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, it's you real. know, it's, it, we're, we're really pushing hard for this, but, um, yeah, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. Cause everything gets a lot funnier when yeah. you've been awake for 30 hours. Yeah. I mean, I can't even do sleep math right now. I mean, what, what, what time is it? Like noon or something like that? Well, yeah, it's uh, 20 to 12. So <laughs> this is weird. Cause you know, we usually do this at night. Yeah. Um, but we're just, I, I'm in vacation mode right now. So yeah. is Mark. 
So yeah. uh, we're, we're going to be jetting off onto our both our individual vacation. Now, see, we went and aligned our vacations on purpose. Definitely so on purpose. So we wouldn't miss time on the podcast. So Do you realize the dedication that, that takes? I don't it's think anyone does. It's not easy to align this, you know what I mean? People don't don't realize how dedicated we are to I'm this. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The endless nights. I mean, wait do you see these shorts we have coming out. That's going to be pretty uh, pretty cool. You guys are going to see a lot of that coming down the pipeline. Some little podcast shorts, five to four, anywhere from like four to eight minutes or something like that. Uh, the trend is up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to kind of uh, be neat little clippets that you guys will dig little jewels and gems that we managed to mine out of all the nonsense we've spewed out over the last year and a half. Yep, and then before you know it, it'll be rutcation time. and Indeed, hunting season will be upon us, and we've got some, uh, <coughs> pardon me, got some cool ideas coming on the pipeline. I might be doing a uh, interesting old-school um, public land hunt. No, yep. no technology. Speaking of the technology we were talking about earlier, no cameras, no, I yeah. mean, outside of my bow and my, you know, my clothing technology, um, maybe a rangefinder, definitely a rangefinder. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go in. I might even hunt from the ground, depending on what I find. Uh, there's a spot that I've been wanting to scout that I believe has been overlooked by many a hunter just due to the difficulty that it is to get in there. Right. Um, it's not an easy spot to access. So who knows? Maybe there's another lunatic out there that's accessing it, you know. But the thing is, there's going to be very much fewer people in that area than there are on the easy end, let's just say, of the public land section I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to tell you where it is like I've been doing with my freaking fishing spot the I'll last po- couple I'll episodes. I'll post the, the screenshot. Don't yeah. Oh, thanks. No problem. Um, <laughs> yeah. At some point, I'm going to have to... Uh, venture out onto some public land around here because I've, I've gotten a few comments saying, you know, you hunt public land, let's see you do some public land. And I, there's really no reason for me to ever go out on public land. Right. But depending on how it goes, maybe I'll go out to that piece in Ohio that I scouted. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I could always jet out there on the rutcation, depending on how it goes. And well, if you want, man, I, I'll let you know when I'm going to take a look at that piece. We can do a little uh, filming on that day. Just go out and take a look around. It may turn into nothing. Yeah. But it might be an interesting little piece of footage, especially if something comes of it. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting because it's a bit of a haul. Because the part I'm looking at, you got to go up a pretty steep hill just to get to the beginning of it. And yeah, then it's I'm like. Not, I'm never worried about any of that stuff. I want you. I don't know. A lot of people just don't. Want to walk through it, it? That never bothers me. I mean, the, the, that one stand that I hunt at out at the farm, mm-hmm. I had to walk. I don't know, probably a, close to a mile and a half. Yeah, and it's private land, but mm-hmm. I mean, still, just to, to the right entry, and then it's up a steep bank, and it it's a pain, especially it walking is, through in the dark. But. That 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 comes right back around to add into the challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like if if I can go into this public land spot. And I've been looking for a spot like this for a long time, just for the record. Like, I've been looking at a lot of public land around our area, trying to hone in on a piece that maybe doesn't get an awful lot of attention because of the level of difficulty it takes just to access it. Never mind scout it, kill a deer, and then get it out of there. I mean, this is like legitimately a spot where I might have to break a deer down on spot, yeah. on the spot, and then bring it out in pieces in a pack. Like, 
I don't know. I, I, I got to get in there and look around, but I have a really good idea where I want. And, that, and again, that comes back around to technology. I found this through Google Maps. Yep. You know, I was looking at a piece of public land, how to access it from the main access point where right. everybody accesses it from. And I was looking at it with the same concept, accessing it from the main parking lot, parking spot, um, and then traveling and hiking the entire length of that public land and getting right. to the backside of it. And then I realized, oh, there's a little secret spot. You know, I can probably access this easily from the other side, but there's a hurdle in the way mm -hmm. of a straight uphill to the top of the mountain shot. So, yeah. you know, it's pick your poison. You know, do you take the level spot and hike in, you know, close to two miles or do you take the uh, half mile route straight uphill? It depends on what your process is going to be. You know what I mean? If I'm going to bring a stand in and ladder sticks and all that stuff, I don't know. I might consider hunting the ground at that point. Right. But, you know, that's right. when wind is vital. So there's a lot to be considered, but, you know, that, that could possibly be something coming down the pipeline. Um, so we got a lot happening. Yeah. Uh, a lot of ideas bouncing around. But uh, we're going to start to kind of fine tune it and hone the edge because, uh, you know, we just want to bring some really cool, different, unique stuff. Um, and may, it may not be the most unique stuff. I mean, I'm talking about doing a public land hunt. Search public land hunt podcast and see how many of them pop up in your feed. There's probably a thousand of them. Yeah, there's uh, those guys, uh, public hunting guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's exactly what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Public yeah. hunting guys. That's it. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. a bunch of guys, public hunting guys. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> But, uh, you know, there's a ton of them out there, but, you know, from our perspective and the way we see things, maybe it may be a little bit different. It might not. However, the top fan slash fantasy football league, go ahead and Google that. See how many of those huh. you find. True. Your hunting podcast fan based fantasy football listener league. Yeah. Good luck all, with that. All words. All words. Those String are together. all words. Yep. I'm going to um, put a period on the end of that calling a sentence. Something... I want to do this hunting season. I guess one of my goals is I'd I'd like to shoot a doe from the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you understand how that that property is now? Yeah, it's cool. It's like a little bit of western hunting style mm -hmm. type of deal. And, yeah. Uh, I'd like to get that filmed. I don't know if I, I'm probably not gonna be able to self film it. That would be a chore. Well, I would happily give yeah. up a weekend of hunting to sit well, on the field line. Just a film you crawling through the grass. Yeah, it's just a. <laughs> we just need an afternoon. That's all, man. You get out yeah. there at the right time. You yeah. get there early before they start hitting the fields. Yep. You know, especially early season, man. That's the time you want to kill your doe. Yep. You know, that's it's a good time I, to kill doe. One, it, they're more patternable. Yeah. And two, you know, they haven't been bred yet, so you're not, you know, you're not chunking into the uh, yeah. next year's crop, so to right. speak. Um, so it's a good time of the year to go out there and, and try to fill those doe tags. Speaking of, oh, it's too late now. I was going to say, speaking of which, doe tags go out, and, but this is going to be out well after that. Yep. Pay attention when your doe tags go out. I'm Stop glad I got my second questions one. on Facebook. <laughs> I'm in the future. Are you in the future? Mm -hmm. We're all in the future, Mark. Whoa. It's all about being in the future. Did you see that article the other day? I, I forget, it was floating around on social media that I, I would... I wish I could find it because out of context, it's going to be crazy. No. There's there's a theory that says that the world ended in 2012, and since 2012, we've been living in, like, a simulation. Really? 
Yeah, and that's about the the best reaction I could have hoped for 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 that. It's pretty awesome, then, Neo. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Who knows? We could be in a simulation. Things are pretty silly right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. It is pretty crazy. I'll give you that. Uh, yeah. I can't argue that. Yeah. Um, you, they just, who was it? Was it DQ? Just came out with mustard ice cream the other day? That's, no, that's just, that's a sin. That's blasphemous. That's simulation type of garbage, you know? Yeah, like, I, oh. I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'll remember, go with you. Remember that movie... What was it? Idiocracy? I can't say I've ever seen it. It's with um, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson's brother. Okay. Remember he's like in the future and everyone's like like super like dumb. You never saw oh, it? Oh, I never saw it, but I know what you're talking about. I've seen yeah. the, uh, yeah, I've seen the um, the, the commercials it, for it. It was supposed to be a comedy it. and then it turned into like an actual like documentary mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay, here we go. Uh, I was just looking for something completely different. Uh, Safari Club International put out a article called "In Praise of Trophy Hunting." Is that what you're talking about? While well, me hunting is beginning to gain some grudging acceptance, no. Mm-mm. Okay. Are you talking about that article I was referencing yeah, yeah, in the first yeah. half? No. Okay. I, I almost. I hope I don't um, mis misrepresent this. I think that it was written by Dwight Shue. Maybe. Um, I was looking for something else. I it was I, outdoor I came life. Across it last night, per, and uh, it, and it's like the stages of hunting. It's like the stages of a hunter. Okay. Yeah, and no, I just saw that as I was looking for something else, because um, there's a there's something new going on with the Pittman Robertson Act right now. I thought might be kind of I don't know, maybe relevant. Yeah, relevant. Um, Boy, I can't find it now. But there's a they're looking to do an amendment to the Pittman Robertson Act. Um, basically, Pittman Robertson, for you know, most of you probably know what that is by now if you've listened to us long enough. Mm-hmm. But Pittman Robertson is uh, 1937, I believe it was. Pittman Robertson Act was put in place to essentially it's a uh, 11% self-imposed tax on sportsmen and outdoorsmen on whether it's hunting gear, ammo, guns, that kind of thing. So 11% put on those items that are used in hunting to uh, sponsor conservation organizations, conservation itself, wildlife agencies, that kind of thing. That's where a lot of the funding comes from. Um, So they're looking to amend it to where a portion of that can go to marketing and recruitment efforts Mm. for new hunters. Interesting. Because that's one thing that they've never really done that I'm aware of anyway. Uh, it's possible somebody can go, oh, yeah, well, here's an article. Well, fine, send it my way because I would Who, love to see it. Who's behind that, like those decisions as far as where that where that money actually goes to? Is it, is it like it's, a board of directors or something? It's kind of divvied up among the states. So each state, based on its can, hunter populace, can do gets what they a percentage, want right? And then they can kind of... But uh, so like who's technically dictating? Like who who's to say like, okay, now it's going towards marketing? Um, well, that's a good question. I'm not certain because I don't think it has been going to market. You know who would know? Harold Dobb. Yeah. Yeah. Dobber's the man of that kind of stuff. Now, I'll look into it um, and uh, maybe we can get him to do a little update and kind of clue us in on that. And uh, we'll do a little. The Sons of the Hunt, Harold Dobb microcast. See that? Microcast. Google it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so th- yeah, I'm not exactly sure who makes those. That's a really good question, to be honest with you. 
I've never even thought of that, to be honest with you. Um, hmm. But anyway, I guess like, you know, they're trying to be able to set some of that aside. Yeah, who makes those decisions? That's a good question. I'm going to look into that. And next <laughs> next, next episode, I'll have the answer. Did you ever, did you ever hear that Louis C.K. joke? No. Where his daughter told him a joke and she said, who told the gorilla he couldn't go to the ballet? Who? Just the people who make those decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I laugh at that. <laughs> and he'd say it's so stupid, but it's funny. He's like, uh, yeah, like the bouncer, like in front, like the guy letting people into the ballet, like, right. uh, no, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. gorillas. I got burned once on this. Yeah, you're yeah. going to get in there. You're going to freak <laughs> out. Like, no. <laughs> you're going to fling poo. It's going to be a scene. Oh, going to be a problem. Now we brought up, uh, now we're... Louis C.K. sympathizers, probably. Oh, crap. Here we go. Jeez. Damn it, Mark. Um, oh, uh, yeah. So what was I talking about? Um, Trying to figure out who makes the decisions. Oh, that's right. Well, honestly, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I will figure that out. See, the thing about that that is just I don't care. Right, right. Yeah, see that? But no, no, no I, I do care. I joke. Yeah. Uh, I don't care because I don't know. That's just how people work, man. Yeah. Welcome to Facebook. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to find out who, who that is. And that would be a good question to reach out to Harold on. Uh, I got to stop calling him Harold. He likes to be called Dauber. So um, that's a cooler name anyway. No no offense to the Heralds out there. Dauber. But Dauber's a badass name. I like that. It is that's a cool, cool nickname. It's the kind of guy you want to have a beer with. If, if you say the name Dauber, first thing that comes into my head is um, it seems like he should just have like like Bobby from Sons of Anarchy. I feel like he could have been right. Dauber. Just like burly dude on a motorcycle. There was an old sitcom back in the 90s called Coach. Oh, okay, yeah. And uh, his assistant coach, the big tall blonde guy, was named Dauber. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it rings a bell. But, you know, again, I'm old as shit. Um, the, that is old. I don't... Yeah, I'm kind of old. I kind. I think I kind of remember... No, nah, I'm not old as shit. Who's, I guess I'm, I'm younger coach? than some people. I forget his name. Something T, Craig T. Nelson? Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, he was coach. Oh, okay. And the guy that He's was dead, his... right? I don't know, maybe... He lives on in all of our hearts. He lives on in our hearts. <laughs> oh, maybe your heart. But uh, yeah, so any, anyway, they're, they're trying to kind of redirect some of the funds to market towards the younger crowd and, and re kind of get people involved in hunting and kind of up the numbers. Because, I mean, the, the Pittman-Robertson funds rely on people hunting. If a hunter numbers are down, well, then they're their funding goes down. So it makes sense that they'd want to kind of take some of those funds and steer it towards marketing to different demographics that may want to hunt. So who knows how they're going to approach that. It's going to be interesting to see for sure. Um, I mean, the whole R3 movement, uh, are you familiar with that? The R3, um, I know National Wild Turkey Federation has put a big movement to it. Uh, It's uh, recruit, retain, and is it reactivation? So it's three R's, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So recruit new hunters, retain current hunters, and reactivate people who no longer hunt, that type of thing. Gotcha. Uh, so it's the whole R3 movement, uh, R3 campaign. Uh, I know uh, National Wild Turkey Federation, you know, Save the Habitat, Save the Hunt. That's one of their big campaigns. Mm-hmm. The R3 campaign was another big one. Uh, I believe Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation was pushing it for a bit too. Okay, um, yes. Okay, so now that I picture, like, the, the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation logo, I picture that R3 yeah. logo as well. Yeah, so there's a couple different organizations out there that are pushing it, and rightfully so, which is kind of um, a little bit, you know, uh, in a, indirectly we've been doing the same thing. Right. You know what I mean? We haven't been preaching the R3 
logo or the R3 mantra, but we're, you know, we've been kind of preaching that whole philosophy uh, for a while. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, so, you know, that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And I will come up with an answer. In fact, I'm going to message uh, Dahmer on that one and see what he has to say. Because he's, he's definitely going to, if he doesn't know the answer, he'll have direct access to that answer. I guarantee he knows it right off the top of Probably. His head. He's a brilliant son of a gun, man. Yeah. I mean, I felt so dumb. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> most of the podcast was him just telling us things. Yeah. And, we, we and kind I was of, just like, uh huh. Yeah. yeah we, we, Keeps we, going. we, we kind of pushed the, pushed the, the snowball over the hill and just watch it build. Yeah. You it was know awesome. what I mean? Yeah. He, that, that was such a good podcast. I, absolutely. I, one of my favorites so far. I told you, I just edited it last night. It's just, it's like, Mind blowing, mm-hmm. like straight fire, as they say. Straight, straight, straight fire. fire. So Craig T. Nelson's alive. He lives in Spokane, Washington, with his wife Doria. There's no chance we're getting him on the podcast. Craig T. Nelson. Uh, I don't, I don't know. even know if he'd be Do interesting. I mean, what has he done? I mean, I'm what have co- you done, I'm, Craig T. Nelson? I'm the coach, so yeah, fair enough. So buzz we off. can't we can't go uh, overlapping. Yeah, um, but we are like what 45 minutes in now on second half. Yeah. This is the longest. Hour and a half. <laughs> it was good. That we strung together in a while. Yeah. We, I've I mean, enjoyed myself thoroughly today. Yeah. I, I, uh, I kind of need it. This is a good kickoff to vacation. Absolutely. I do like that. We're um, going to have the Dauber podcast I listen to on vacation, which would be cool. So all y'all will be listening to this uh, yeah, so, in the past. Yeah. So. Because this is the future. Whoa. The future is now. Old man. That's it. That's I'm going to get a shirt that's it. Oh, you know, I, so I, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. The I tried getting a shirt made that said 100%. It was H-U-N-N-I-T in the percent yeah. sign. I've been waiting on it for a while, but uh, it's been, it hasn't come through <laughs> for me yet. With the, but does it have the emoji on it, the 100? Oh, that's a better idea. Well, no, it was just 100, H-U-N-N-I-T, 100%. Hunt yeah. Yeah. But it didn't, it didn't happen. So, uh, yeah, you're going to edit this whole little... 15, 20 seconds uh, segment right out of here. Cause it yeah, sucked. so a, a little <laughs> bit of inside insight into like what we're planning. So since we're both going on vacation, there's probably not going to be much content next week. So I have right. to kind of like preload and schedule everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Dauber podcast will come out on Monday. All right. I'll set that up and that will come out Monday morning. And... I'll probably put the short out Monday afternoon. Sweet. And maybe I'll cut up another one and put it out on Wednesday or Thursday. All right. Let that go. And then maybe some some shorts in between or something. Yeah, I, I just, as I, as you're saying that, I got to pull the thumb drive out of my computer with, with the shorts on it. Do you just rip it right out or do you eject? I eject because I'm afraid I, I I'm going to break I, something. I heard it. it's a myth. You don't need to do it. It may not. Yeah, craziness. see, maybe I should have thought it a long time ago and I wouldn't have twins. There you go. <laughs> and with that, we will end the podcast. You just rip it right out and nothing breaks. See that? It's it all is good in the world. Christ. This is what happens when you don't sleep for two days. All right. <laughs> That's enough. Indeed. So I may have broken everyone. It's broken. It's over now. No one's going to join our fantasy football league now. <sighs> <laughs> My dream is squashed, crushed it. Anyway, that'll do it for us. Um, something I don't think we do enough is tell people that we really need you to subscribe to the podcast 
on whatever platform it is that you listen on, um, do that. Leave a rating, review, all that good stuff. And if you're trying to be a top fan, you got to engage. Love it, hate it, share it, rate it, share it, give it. Oh, I made, I made a rhyme, didn't I? See? Good things happen. So, well, yeah, we're going to, that's going to be our send off every episode now. But um, yeah, send it off, it, share, share it, it if you would. Listen, if you, if you feel it, if you don't, no pressure. You Love know, it, we're hate we're still going to like it, it, rate it. Love wow. it, hate it, share it, rate it. Um, but you know, just like straight fire. Get, get, help us out here. We're trying here. Please. You see the struggle. It's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's very obvious. Anyway. With that, I think we, I think that gets the point across. And I sure as hell hope so. Nothing else to say. So no. We'll, other than that, thank you all again. Kudos to you guys who commented on that uh, question that Mark posted yeah, in regard that. to the first half. Uh, awesome job! Everyone was super cool. We have a really good guest coming up too. That I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, that's gonna be pretty awesome. Um, again, a whole nother arm of what Mark and yeah. I are into. Everyone, but you will like it. One. Yeah, there's no way you can't like this one. Uh, another uh, shout out, thanks to Eat the Wolf again uh, for letting us use their tunes. Super cool guys. Check them out. Listen to their stuff. Uh, buy their album if you so choose. You can go on to Spotify to listen to the Sons of the Hunt podcast, and while you're there, check them out because they got their albums on there too. Yep. Uh, so Spotify is a good ch- good spot to hit them up. Uh, iTunes, Sons of the Hut podcast. Um, what it's else are we missing? What am I missing? SoundCloud, Spotify, Sound, Stitcher. iTunes, Stitcher. So we are everywhere. Somewhere man. else though. Uh, well, outside of YouTube and um, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Spotify iTunes. Those iTunes. are the four main yeah, podcast four. platforms we're on. Yeah. But the Facebook is the biggest engagement opportunity right there. Uh, to get in yeah just comment like it share any of the stuff you see if you would be so kind because it really does it helps us figure out what you guys are into what you guys like what kind of content we need to start prepping for um i mean who knows this fantasy football thing might be a great idea it might be a flop we don't know unless you guys let us know true so let's uh let's see what you got email mark uh instant message pm all that fun stuff slip into his dms Slide Is that a thing? into my DMs. Yeah. <laughs> Saturated in there. It's not pretty. Bring them up. All right, here we go. Here's some Meet the Wolf. We will see you in episode 15. Go easy. Here's Baker Kitchen.